This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. everybody welcome to the hb podcast your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com i'm your host dustin here with me the full crew of beautiful boys brandon hey ben hello and phil what's happening what's going on dudes not much Just some diet pepsi yeah yep. diet Pepsi. yes it's a, it's a little late night now this is it's not hp after dark but it is hp podcast after, after, after dark, dark. After dark. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was going back to the Beppus comment. I thought it was funny. Like, I think where, where did the joke? Where did the Beppus originate? So there's a meme, a very obscure meme of a Shiba Inu. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, oh no! Well, it kind of was a deviation of the Doge meme because part of that meme was the 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 Doge liked Beppus, right? The, you know, dogs that in that meme they right. talk stupid. And I, I think that's where it, yeah, it came from for I, me is like, oh, the dog likes Beppus, yeah. and now and I just called well Bep. for years now. I've been around you guys, and you know, you you say Beppus, and I've just come to understand it. But I was thinking we we were this is something you know everybody does, but you like hear words wrong, and then they just become what what it is then, and then you don't think about it. We were uh, we had our boys trip a couple weeks ago, yeah, and Josh, our buddy Josh, was with us. And you said something about there's some Diet Beppus in the fridge. And he goes, what did you just say? And I was like, <laughs> why doesn't he understand? Oh, it's not it's not a real word. Yeah, dude. I just adopt things into my vocabulary yeah. sometimes, dude. The, That's how the language works, man. The obscurity yeah. is insane. If I ever took some of the things I say on a daily basis and actually broke down the origin of why my mind said that, oh, yeah. I would I would be lost in the sauce. Uh, deep. Real deep in the wow. sauce. So... Okay, just I know it's not necessary to go into this deeply, but I searched Beppus uh-huh. on Twitter. I'm guessing that those memes used, which it's not actually Beppus. I just need to clear up something. It is entirely necessary that we oh, go into it this. Yes, time. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's actually Pepsi. Pepsi. Okay. But Brandon and I called it Beppus. Yeah, it's ours now. It's Pepsi uh, is a soft drink brand based on Pepsi, featured in various anime. Oh, the most popular use is in Yowa Yowamushi Petal. Apparently, that's uh, so this is like Let's Potato Chips that you see in like every television show yeah. of all time. Yes. Oh, dude, yeah, the I Let's- actually just learned about that. Yeah, yep. There's an episode of Community where the old guys, uh, he does a podcast or something or a YouTube channel where he just Leonard, ra- yeah, Leonard, Leonard, yeah, he just rates food and he uh, he rated Let's. Let's Potato Chips the one That's, time. It was yeah, a buy. I just figured that out. That's yeah. in a bunch of shows. So many, really, so many. That's just so you watch. cool. That's I would so say cool. any show they're eating potato chips, it might be Let's. That's like what is that? Uh, there's a one specific scream. The Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream. That's the one. That's like in that. Mm-hmm. I always, I always try and hear it. I don't know that it's in as many movies as I think, but oh, my, it's mi- a lot. my mind wants it to be in every movie. I'm like, there it was. That was <laughs> the scream. <laughs> there it was. I just heard it uh, in the Scooby Doo movie. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Perfect. I made it up, but hey, it would probably definitely be in that. Oh yeah, definitely. Anyway, 
So this is the HP Podcast, <laughs> your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. But first, I got to give a shout out to our patrons over at Handsome... Nope, nope, nope. Patreon.com slash Handsome Phantom, <laughs> uh, where you can sign up for just a dollar to get this show early, a day early. Mm. Or at $3, you get access to HP After Dark, our off-topic show, a month early. Oof, or at the $5. What? You're, they're gonna want to do that. You're gonna want to do that. I, you know, we've our maybe this is isn't topical. ready for public consumption yet, but we've been toying around with the idea because After Dark's such a good show of making that show a little more frequently. Mm. Ooh, yeah, mm. yeah. So maybe maybe we'll set a goal for that soon. Who knows? Might be in the cards. Uh, could be in the cards. We'll let you know. You're gonna right. want to hear our shit more often. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have so much to say about nothing. Isn't that the truth? Whew. I feel that way every time I think inside my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh at the five dollar level uh you can be a producer and get your name read in the credits of this very show all right guys not a lot of news but some very interesting things to talk about Ooh. this week the first one this one we can probably keep a little bit on the lighter side but i, I wanted to get the panel's take on this a well-known YouTuber named Mr. Matty Plays a few months ago confirmed from his findings that KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, was being remade at studio a studio named Aspire. Which, if you guys know, Aspire is mainly a port house that has done a lot of Mac ports specifically in the past. Now, Jason Schreier recently also reported on a podcast that Nice Little Republic was being remade at Aspire. So two sources now. Yeah. Confirmation. Of one this credible happening. and one Jason Schreier. That's right. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, wow. 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 Shots, Shots fired. fired. Yeah. Was, <laughs> damn. Block me on Twitter. That's what you get. Fucker. Whoa. <laughs> he Whoa. did block you on Twitter. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I guess my question uh, for you guys, specifically more Phil and Ben, because I don't think Brandon's ever played this. I've played about three hours. Okay, so not much. Yeah. How are we feeling about the idea of a KOTOR remake? I always love the idea of remaking old games, but there's only been a few ever that have lived up to the potential that's in my brain of how they are. And I feel like with... Don't get me wrong, I'm excited about a KOTOR remake because, yes, obviously. But I feel like KOTOR is the perfect kind of game that wouldn't translate well to modernity. Mm. You know, it's very much a game of its time, and maybe it should stay there. Mm. But I'm still going to buy it and play it. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, like, you know, when they redid Crash and made the Insane Trilogy, perfect remake of that game. Ground up. Perfect. Um, Resident Evil, some of the ones they've redone of that, and then, you know, they've re they've remade them and redone them, remastered them. Um, those are near perfect from what I've I've seen and played. But there's also a lot of other ones that just like the mechanics are just kind of old and clunky. And right. Uh, I'm playing near replicant right now. And even some of that, I'm like, yeah, you can tell this is almost 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But by and large, very excited. Yeah. I don't want to butt in before Phil, but he'll probably have some more insight you. than I will. Um, is it concerning at all that I feel like when you redo these games, it is kind of important who does it. Yeah, because I feel like it's so easy to shit out something. I think it is important. I think that's why Bioware should stay away from it. Yeah, stay the <laughs> hell away. 
Okay. Um, Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Aspire's great. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Good. Well, maybe it doesn't merit any sort of concern then. I just get so worried that, you know, how many remakes have failed for this same reason. And, you know, an older audience is less prone to come back to something if it doesn't feel that different. And I just hope that they get it right. What do you think, Phil? So it's a mixed bag, but I think a lot of people are upset that we're not getting a proper sequel, that we're getting this instead. And I think that this needs to happen to see if a sequel is worth their time. Isn't because, that the way of the road? Isn't that what happens to a lot of things like this? Yeah, a lot of times. Do you think um, Crash 5 would have been made if Crash Insane Trilogy didn't do as well? Absolutely not. I mean, I think we got a lot Crash of examples 4. of that. Crash like, 4? Yeah. Between Crash, between... Um, well, Resident Evil is still going, but these remakes are, are popular. And if, if it's a full remake, I mean, they have to go back and change some of the mechanics. They have to modernize it a little bit. And I think we've seen that a lot of times. I think that it needs to happen. And if it's successful, then we get a sequel. But I think this is a better uh, idea than just jumping right into a sequel because this is kind of a low risk, kind of high reward. Like people are going to buy this game because of what it is. So they're going to make right. their money. If it's good, then we'll get a proper sequel probably. If you start with a proper sequel and it's terrible, yeah, that's just bad. Yeah, you just can't do that. So and it's probably, I mean, it's not probably. It's definitely a lot less money to remake something sure. rather than to build from that. I mean, yeah. you've, got you've the already story got the bones, place, you you've got, got the, the characters, yeah, exactly. You don't have to work on original artwork. I mean, yep. maybe you need to touch it up. But. You need to touch it up. Yeah, that's what I I tried to revisit on mobile a few years ago, and Oof. it's just not good. Oh, I played not that same port. Oh, not good. So, no. um, Aspire's the one who made that port, by the way. But for me, yeah, I mean, just not. But that was a port, not. A, I mean, this yeah. needs to be a, a full remake. I yeah, think. and this. and we didn't have the same kind of technology on our no. phones as we do now. So you were playing with touch controls, right? And, terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was not. That was what the biggest issue for me was the controls. But I'm excited for it. Actually, like my, I haven't talked to my brother since like Christmas, and. As soon as I heard that, I reached out to him and we were talking about it. I actually told Ben this earlier tonight, but um, that's one of the one game years ago that when it first came out, I was struggling with. And my brother had already beaten it, and he's like 10 years younger than me. And he actually wrote me a guidebook for my birthday to help me beat the game, which I'm not sure if I ever really used. Because <laughs> Dude, that is I legendary, actually. But it was, uh, I think I still have it. I want to look. I have a box <laughs> of like stuff that I kept, and I think I still have it. But, that is awesome. Um, Dude, what I, if you use it? I texted him. That's what I said. I said, now that this remake's coming, I'm going to have to pull out the, the guide that you wrote me. <laughs> Dude, okay. So along those lines, my son, my seven-year-old, uh, just beat... Well, he beat... Oh, oh, he's beaten a lot of Mario games recently. But when he was uh, finishing up uh, Super Mario 64, he was like, I wish I knew where all the stars, stars were. And I was like, oh, you got to find them. That's part of the game. And he was like, somebody should somebody should make, he didn't say guide, but like a book, or he said something, yeah. to show you where they all are. I said, oh, you think so? I said, he goes, yeah. I said, well, maybe that's a good idea, a good business idea. And he goes, well, somebody else should have already done it. I said, well, maybe, <laughs> I said, well, maybe you should do it. And, he, and so he's like, now he's thinking, maybe he'll make a, make a guide. He doesn't know that guides exist. Right. But he's like, maybe I'll make a guide to go and get them all. And so yeah. finally I was like, hey, watch this video. I found this video of this guy getting that last star that you need or something. Dude. Right. So, and he loved that. But he was like, I he's like really thinking about maybe he should make guides for Mario games now. Dude. I'm not going to tell him there's a billion out there yeah. already. He, he thought that up on his own, though. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Now, I'm, I can 
easily segue into a similar topic about remasters. Do it. Unless there's more to say. No. I think we've... I, I don't like speculating on something for too long. This is just a crumb, too. I mean, right. I, it, it, there's not a whole lot to know. Also, like... Concrete. I'd, I'd rather have it than not have it. So, right. You right. Know, give it to me. Let me if try Matt it. said it, I believe it. Yeah. Right. So, oh, yeah. 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 That's the credible source. So... <laughs> You guys, you're going to have to bear with me because I have to read this to you guys. All right. It's worth me reading because I found it so incredible. Now, this is on the Square Enix website. I'm listening. And here's the preface to the letter. It says, originally sent to game reviewers, we wanted to share some messages from the famously outspoken creator of Near Replicant version blah, 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 with the fans to celebrate the game's release. It may have been a mistake. What? So this is a letter from Yoko Taro about Nier that was sent to reviewers that. Uh, let me just read it to you. OK, yeah, go this ahead. Is so it's insane. Dude, this did anyone else? Did you see? This I have no, I didn't even this. I don't even know. I, this this guy is so okay. quirky. Also, this is uh, this is probably translated from Japanese, right? Right. Okay. But it's not. It's very in his voice. OK. Sorry. Okay, just so no one thinks Phil's racist, that yeah. he wears a mask. He wears a helmet, like a bit. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no yeah. Sorry. Yeah, helmet, no, yeah. it's it's the muffledness through the helmet that he wears. The mask. Okay. All right. Now we got the racism out of the way. Also, uh, he's one of my favorite people. I love you know. So yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> I have a lot of black friends. Yeah. <laughs> so Phil just said. Damn, Phil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to make it. I got so much to say, but I'm going to say nothing. Just read. Let's let's. All read. right. Hello there, everyone. Yoko Taro, creative director of Near Replicant version 1.22 here. This game is an upgrade version of a title released 10 years ago under the name of Near. That's right. It's not a remake a re or a remaster. It's a version upgrade. In the beginning, I only intended it for it to be a remaster, you know, with some improved resolutions in that. But once I started saying that I would like to tweak the models a bit or that I wanted to fix up the backgrounds, etc., we were soon looking at a lot of fixes and improvements. I mean, Square Enix recently did that remake of Final Fantasy VII, right? I saw that and I thought it would be terribly inconvenient to be, to be compared to such a massive blockbuster. So, so that was when I decided to call Near Replicant version 1.22 a version upgrade. Incidentally, the big string of numbers at the end of the title was just something I stuck on randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew that, but it's just nice to have but confirmation. I love hearing Dude, it. That, yeah. Thank you for someone finally saying That's these so numbers funny. are a bit extraneous. Yeah. Like, seriously. So I wouldn't too, think too hard about it if I were you. This is where it gets really What a good. fucking legend. That's not even the crazy part. What a legend. And another thing. In recent years, when I've been around Square Enix, they always give off this palpable aura of enthusiasm as if to say, look, Nier Automata, the previous thing I made, did well. So Nier Replicant will also sell now. I would like to take this opportunity to tell Square Enix to take a good, hard look at reality. Only the names are similar and the content of the two <laughs> games is completely different. So it's not really going to sell all that well, is it now, lads? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He says, I mean, come on, I made it. Autonomous selling was a fluke, and all my other stuff has hardly sold anything worthy of note. If you really got to go ahead and manufacture all these discs and store them in a big pile in a warehouse somewhere, the only thing I can do with that, the only thing we can do with that will be to have a good game of Frisbee. Although, I mean, that does sound like fun and all. <laughs> 
Right now, at this very moment, some guy from the Square Enix marketing team is looming behind me and his glare is saying, Yoko, you bastard, you promote the game properly for a change. But meh, not much that can be done about there now, is there? Let's just give up and call it a day. I mean, you really don't understand anything in this game until you play it through multiple times, right? And the reviewers will find it pretty hard to do that in the limited time they have. <laughs> Dude, that is great. I, yeah. I didn't even... That is like a low-key disc. It's great I love that. So more importantly than that, let's just all go home early and be nice to our parents. Mm, yes, that would have much more positive impact on the world, I think. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, so yeah, then there's like a little note from the uh, the producer of the game. I don't even know how to digest that. That was legendary. That that was the most real shit that I've heard from somebody that is like of note. Yeah. In a minute, that that is pure. Yeah, that is pure. <sighs> I'm glad you guys enjoyed that as much as wow. I did because I, when I was reading that, wow, dude, I was like, whoa. How many people took that seriously and don't know the context of his voice? You know, yeah, I don't know. I could hear him, like, yeah, literally hear his voice when you're saying that. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah, I, I, dude, I, I love that dude. I mean, I'm so glad that we got to just see him in person. Right. Even though we don't know what he looks like, you know, we just saw him at that panel, right, at PAX, um. Yeah, he's pretty smart because he can just like, I, you know, maybe in America he wouldn't be a celebrity or anything. But you have to imagine to some people he's a celebrity. I mean, he would be to me. Did you see yeah, but people like, were there to so see him talk. People don't know what he looks like, so he can never get like he just he can just walk out of his apartment and never have to think about anybody talking to him. That's right. Damn. So, yeah, Yoko Taro. He's uh he's one crazy motherfucker, dude. Certified savage. But everything he said about his games is wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not wrong in the fact that well, he's never really made a game that sold well until Automata. Automata. Yeah. And so, it didn't sell well r- right away. Right. Yeah. It was a little bit of a slower burn on that. But I almost turned it off in the first five minutes. That's what Colin did. First and many other levels people. so hard. You just can't get you die and you have to go all the way back to the beginning. Like this. The first save is so far into the game. And it's so hard at first that I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to do things. Damn, to myself so, and others. So you guys have had some time with the game, then? Yeah, a few hours. Yeah, I'm a few hours in. Thoughts? I'm about a ten or eleven hours in. I think it's going to crush me. Why the story? Crush you? Oh, I think. Oh, like emotionally? Gonna, yeah, I think the payoff is going to be really. I don't really know what the hell's going. You're further than I am, but so far I don't really know what the hell's going on. But I think it's going to get me. Yeah. Um, I was telling Ben this, and I think we're kind of in agreement that the beginning is pretty slow. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's fetch questy, a lot of fetch quests, yeah. but it really does ramp up. And as far as the quality of the the remaster, yeah, yeah, or re, you know, they you know, they keep calling it a version upgrade, remixer. It's a really, it's really perfect in yeah. my opinion. As far as like, it's not a remake. It's not Final Fantasy VII remake quality, but. Um, 
I, it's hard for me too because I never played the original. Right. So I don't like it. Just feels there's a couple aspects, specifically the fetch quest and the pacing, that I'm like, this feels like a a PS3 right RPG. Also, he said it came out ten years ago. It was longer ago than that, wasn't it? No, it was PS3. So probably mid 2011, right? Yeah. Was it really only 2011? I thought it was like 2008 or something. I don't think it was that far back. Maybe I mean, maybe in Japan. Japan. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the time hmm. I came here, I don't think it was that late. So, like, the moment to moment doesn't really show a ton of age then? I don't. I find that, like, the movement and the combat, the combat's not as good as, you know, Platinum's near Automata right. Right. with the development, but it feels good to me. Hmm. I but. think it feels good. Actually, I think there might even be a little bit. Um, I don't want to say it might be a little more diverse the moves that you have with that book you know, mm. than you had before in, in Automata. Right. Um, some of the spells that you can do and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing I love about it is the the enemies are called Shades, mm. and um, that's what we call my dog. So, like, anytime there's, like, the subtitles at the bottom or whatever, they're talking about the Shades. I think of it. You ever see the other guys with Will Ferrell? Yeah. And he gets, like, Gator. He's like, he's like Gator's girls don't play that way. You know, whatever. Well, I hear like the voice in my head is like shades don't like the light. <laughs> you know? oh, so like, um, and then I think of my dog like yeah. in the darkness, you know, Dude, trying to shade do, don't play no things. games. Shades don't play no games. Um, I will say, I am very much enjoying it more than I thought I was going to, and I was already anticipating enjoying it. Um, I have a lot to say about it, but probably not, not right now. Are you yeah. through the first playthrough yet? Nearly. Okay. Oh, so that that shtick stays around then? That, yeah, I don't think it's nearly as vast as the uh, the other one. That's very much a Yokotaro thing. Yeah, okay. but gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I know very little about it. Um, I feel like if I ever go back, I'm going to stick with the one I have first, um, and then move forward. It's been so. a bit of a naysayer in your time. Well, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've <laughs> been being yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you're kicked off the show. Damn, yeah. dude. Not Sorry. again. Dude, if I had a fucking nickel for every time I was kicked off the mm -hmm. show for not, not, giving, like a, not giving a fuck about Nier, <laughs> um, I'd have at least two or three nickels. Two or three nickels. Maybe more. <laughs> Maybe you more. a lot of nickels. Yeah, well, thanks, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that letter. I love him. I love the game so far. Um yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And I yeah. and I'd be interested to see how well it actually does sell. Um, yeah. I don't know if those numbers will come out, but I think it will. I, I think it'll sell well right out of the gate. I don't know about its longevity. If I'm just, you know, assessing off a random, but like Automata was something that no one had experienced that kind of thing. Not no one, but very few people had experienced that kind of thing before. And it's hard to say what that thing was. But since so many people like Almost everyone I've ever spoken to that played Automata and actually played Automata loves it, loves it. And so all of those people, I have to imagine, are going to be devoted, like, if not day one, month one yep. buyers, you know. And, yeah, that I think it'll have a good jump. Now, whether it stays on the charts after that, who knows. But Yeah. I ordered the big fucking vinyl. Did you? Dude, uh, I went oh, yeah. to order it. And it was our, it was, yeah. it restocked and I was like, now's the time. Yeah. And then I was looking, I was like, maybe I'll order something else too. Bad move. Gone. It was gone. I'm sure they'll, they, they've been restocking it because Square yeah. Enix knows that. Mine has shipped already. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's got 
both games on it, right? All three. All three games. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All I, three? Replicant. G- oh, just whatever. Gestalt. Yeah, Gestalt. Yeah. And then That's awesome. Automata, yeah. That is that was the most standout thing in the entirety of my time with Automata. Music was, is good. So was good. the music it's in so, Replicant, yep, yeah, dude. It's, it, yep. it won, it, right? It won at the Game Awards? Yeah. It, yes. I think the one year it did. And that was a great-ass year. I mean, yeah. that was up against Persona 5. Yeah, which that was a great year. Was for it really? Music and games. I, thought it was, yeah. I thought they were different years. No, no, because I get, remember year. I was like, I, I'm giving my game of the year to Nier, and it's very difficult <laughs> oh, because no. Persona Five. <laughs> yeah. I Damn, dude, that dude. was a struggle. Dude, you're just lucky it wasn't golden and fucking. Oh, dude, but the thing is, if it was Royal versus Nier, it would have been mm. different. Damn, that's how much mm. better Royal is. Damn, that reminds me, I have Catherine at home. I need to play. That's I a think good game. the thing that yeah. tells you this game is good. Is that I am not typically into Japanese anime style games, mm. and I'm very much into near as a franchise and as a story, and as I even like the gameplay. So, just more anime games need to be like near, and I like them. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, Damn. fair enough. So, moving on here, uh, Xbox. Yes, yeah. put a big new update to their FPS boost feature, mm. specifically. With EA games. So here, I'm going to quickly list off the games. If you have an Xbox Series X, nearly all of these, except for one, now can run at 120 FPS if you have a TV capable of that. The games are Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 5, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 1, 2, and Battle for Neighborville. Sea of Solitude, that's the one that runs at 60 hertz now or 60 fps instead of 30 gotcha star wars battlefront one and two both at 120 titanfall one and two and unravel two all of those games minus sea of solitude now run at 120 uh fps basically from what digital foundry reported they're pretty it's locked it it's not perfectly locked but it's pretty damn good when you're pushing up that high especially on a console it's like just be happy. It's what it is. <laughs> That's it's shocking how many of those I actually own on Xbox. Yeah. Like, just because, like, I was a five below and they had Titanfall 2 for five bucks. So right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that. And, like, I bought Battlefront 1 on both consoles so I could play with anybody. And then I ended up playing with nobody. Yeah. That's dude. typically what I do. I remember when, when you told me that. Yep. Don't you dare slander Titanfall 2. Dude, it's a great game. It's great did, game. You guys, <laughs> did you guys great see game. that Titanfall 2 had, like, Went up like 600% in active players over the weekend on uh, Steam. Dude, hmm. it's because I think they are slowly and potentially implementing the mech suits in some capacity that's been like rumored around into, into Apex. Apex Legends. Oh, so It was also on sale, which I saw was a major yeah, reason. But. I, I can't say with 100% certainty, but I've been seeing a lot of buzz about it. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to implement it, but I wonder if that buzz just reignited the flame for Titanfall 2 and what an amazing game it is. What a great studio. I need to play yeah. it. I mean, seriously, like, you know, I don't want to say it was... fucking amazing games. Yeah. Like, just all bangers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that studio goes back way farther than that, but... Right, yeah, still. Yeah, since in this iteration... Mm. So... As far as there, this doesn't oh, yeah, fully, Xbox. yeah, it doesn't yeah. fully apply to Series S. Only certain games on Series S get the 120 FPS support, like uh, the first Battlefront, the Plants vs. Zombies games, and Battlefield 4 all can do 120 hertz, but the other ones can't. 
So it's a little bit of a trade-off. We'll that's what they get for being bitches and buying that version of the oh, console. Damn. Oh, damn. The last-gen version masquerading as a new console. Yeah. Right. So there is one huge caveat with FPS Boost is that when you switch them on, when you switch FPS Boost on, it runs the Xbox One uh, S version. So you'll be playing the first Battlefield game at 120 FPS, but at 900p. What? So that's the how S. they can achieve that? Yes. Or on the oh, okay. on the Series X? You have the Series X and you turn on FPS boost, you will be playing at 900p, but at 120 FPS. Big yikes. I and mean, that's basically none of these games will run at I, I shouldn't say this with I can't say with 100% confidence, but as far as I know, with all of these FPS boost games, they do not run at the higher resolution. They run at this, like I said, the Series S version, yeah. which is almost always. I mean, some there were a couple Xbox One games that run like closer to 720p, but usually it's between 900 and 1080. Mm. Or you could just wow. play them on PC. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Yeah, I get see. Options are good, but why not just make it a little clicker in the menu? What do you mean? Like inside the game. Because the way the FPS boost works is that it tricks the system. It's like a... Um, so a lot of these games are built on DirectX, which mm. is like a game programming language. Am I saying that? I actually don't know a lot about DirectX, but... I know that it exists and that I have to choose sometimes which version to run. Right. Yeah. So basically, the Xbox is able, through DirectX, able to trick it into the, running at a higher frame rate because it's running the old version right okay so the games i don't even think need updates it's just a oh. system level thing okay. which is impressive of course yeah I, I mean i guess it would have had someone had a crazy idea at a board meeting and it got <laughs> and it got sent the whole way through yeah um no options are good i just want there to be one day when we could have pc like graphics options on consoles Imagine that's like if you had PC like graphics options right now on PC. No, on your <laughs> yeah on PC, but on your uh, Xbox One, your your launch Xbox One. I know, one. dude. I would I would plummet my graphics if I had the option to have a better frame rate. I I I really would in a better field of view. Yeah. I would. Um, and you know, I think we're slowly working towards that, but not yet. But regardless, that's good news for Xbox. Um. I'm hoping that this just kind of follows suit. I'm hoping they can find out a way to make it. If they can make it the entirety of Game Pass has some sort of frame rate boost, that would be kind of game changing. Um, I don't know what that looks like in the logistics um, with the already stated facts, but. That's some good frame rate for Disneyland Adventures. That's oh, for sure. Oh my God. When are they putting <laughs> FPS boost on Disneyland Adventures? Give me that. Phil, now. reach out. Yep. Call Mickey. And uh, Rush. Uh, call up Wald, ask about that ray tracing and uh, his oh, frozen shit. head and, uh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got, you know, we're about halfway through the show. Okay. But there's no more news. Damn. So hmm. Dustin said to himself, What do we do? What do we do? I got what we're doing. A. At the beginning of the year, we did our quarterly report. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, we should have done a quarterly report. Last month. Yeah, yeah we we're, didn't. We're late. Where's our Q2 report? But here's the thing. Here's my... We're a I'm, month into Q2. Damn. It sounds like I'm making excuses, and that's because I am. Mm. But 
If you'll hear out my excuse. That okay. checks out. Not a ton of releases. I mean, there's a few. We had Outriders in April. We had uh, Near. We had the MLB The Show. Yeah, we did. When did Rise come out? Rise, Rise, Son of Rome? Yeah, with, with the Xbox One. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Monster Hunter. Oh, Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> was that in April? That was April. That yeah, was in April? Yeah. So they're actually probably... I, this excuse is not working honestly, out. Honestly... No, a bad excuse. I do want to talk about that. We don't have to talk about it on the show, but I've been talk, like throwing around the idea of getting Monster Hunter Rise. I don't know yet, though. Well, if you're thinking about getting a PC, it's coming to PC eventually. Is it? Yes. It would be so much better. Oh, yeah. Well, great. Now Brandon will never play it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'll play it in like three years. Damn it, Michael. <laughs> so we are going to do the May and June preview. Cool. Which I really think. Can we I'm, include the April 30th preview in there? Yes, please. Hold on. You're, you're getting a little ahead of me. Okay, okay, okay. You're getting a little ahead of me. Because special shout out to the end of April, the last release day of this Friday, April 30th. Shout out to Returnal. Shout mm. out. And. New Pokemon Snap on the same day. That's coming the same out day? day? Yes. I didn't realize that was so fucking soon. That's, That's unfortunate. Wow. Dude. Not for people that don't care about fucking Pokemon. Dude, here's. unfortunate at all. What happened? I was like, I was like, do I pick up both these games on the same day? For literally not even half a second, I thought, I'll wait till Pokemon Snap is on sale. And I remembered, fuck. It's Nintendo. <laughs> So Target really, might have a buy two get one free. They tend to do that around big releases. Nintendo often excludes oh, themselves. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> they, <laughs> always, they always find a way. Doug Bowser. <laughs> so yeah, Returnal, which I know Ben and I are picking up. Ben and Phil. Oh yeah, they were. Brandon. I on honestly the fence? don't know. I'm gonna. I, I'm in a weird spot, and I feel like I would be sooner to pick up Pokemon Snap for some reason. Oh, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Well, you caused Ben to leave. He's ben done. <laughs> He's done. Oh, He's done. You out. He's, He's, He's kicking me out. Dude, <laughs> dude, Returnal stand, Ben. Um, this game's going to be it. It's no. gonna, this is the first next-gen game. Mark What's, that down. How dare you? First, Demon Souls. Yeah, that, that was a remake of a game nobody played. Dude, oh that, this is, did you even view it on your screen? This is, this <laughs> is the first next-gen game. No, I, I'll probably just get FOMO about it. Honestly, I'll probably end up getting it. I tend to, if I'm not like super hot about something on release, I will typically see all the buzz and see gameplay and then want to play it after so that. So if you know but that's going to happen already, just buy it. Because I don't know that. Maybe it's because I haven't Trust watched me. much about it. But I heard that it's kind of hard, which is not bad. Did you guys hear that? From all no. of No. Okay. Anyway. No. Was there a weird sound? What? He said, did you hear that about it being hard? Oh, about oh. Returnal being a, a difficult game. I heard something. It's a housework game. I slightly heard something. And then you said, did you hear that? So because I didn't hear oh. what you said before <laughs> it. And I was like, did Brandon hear the same weird thing that Damn, I did? Damn, dude. No, 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 no. I think I'm hallucinating, Maybe. actually. Here's the thing. It's a housework game. Yep. Okay. There's never been an easy housework game. That's okay. And there's never been a bad housework game. And there's never been a bad housework game. Alienation. I loved Alien. I don't care. Alienation was both good and hard. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I never played it. Okay. All I'm saying is that a housemark game I would expect to be difficult. Yeah. Also, even though it is $10 more, my brain always is pained by a $70 price tag. A lot I of people saying that, dude. No one, you're not alone. No one can 
rationalize it in my brain. I can't even do it. I I can look at the numbers and say, Brandon, this is ten dollars. You spent five on a drink this look morning. Look at some of the that prices. That doesn't matter to me. Look up launch prices for some of the Nintendo sixty four games. I'm with you. I mean, there is, like, there is no logic. That was the Wild West head. back then. Games would come out for like ninety nine. It's come out for who knows what. Yeah, it's just like a big echo yep. chamber, and things just bounce around in yep. there. Um, but no, I'll I'll probably end up getting it at some point. Um, I feel like this is like Endgame. Like everything that they've ever done has been building up to this moment. Oh, this really? is the game they've been they've been waiting to put out their whole career. Phil, you're fucking jazzed on this. I'm excited for this game. You're fucking jazzed, man. I'm ready for it. Is this? And is, my wife's gonna be gone for the weekend visiting her sister. I've got the uh, the whole weekend to do nothing but play. Oh, it. dude, mm-hmm. you, jerk off. You can't be. Well, I would be doing a lot of that. Too. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That's all right. She understands. That's now. All right. I'll she perfect, expects it. I'll perfectly legal. She gets mad if I don't do it enough. Okay. While she's gone, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. People got needs. I don't know how to feel. There, okay. You know, I can't even segue. <laughs> you can't. don't segue. I need to talk about Returnal for a minute. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, no, it was about Returnal. Oh, okay. To Brandon. Brandon. Jerking off to Brandon? I could try. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Phil. We'll meet up after the show and, <laughs> right. and, and work out the details here. Right. You're definitely going to work something out. Hey. Okay. Brandon, Thursday, the reviews come out. Yes. Let's say they are a 90. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to go out and buy it then? Is that good? Like, is it a matter of like the quality of the game or personal interest or? No, it's just I don't feel a spark in me about it. And oftentimes when I buy games without that, even if they're good, I end up not following through with the game. And it seems as though I've wasted my money, even though I know I haven't. Even if I got two hours out of it, I would feel like that is a sizable amount of time to pay $70, especially if I enjoyed those two hours. $35 hour. But yeah, that's a decent rate, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It's I have a weird relationship with like game hype recently where unless I'm already like pre-established in the IP, I tend to not be too excited before I know I should be excited. I have a problem with this game. And maybe that's because I've been burned, but yeah. What's that? This is actually a problem with me and society in general. Okay. Break it down. Break, I'm going to break it down. Break it down. Okay. And you thought we were so, halfway through the show. Yeah. We're just getting started. I try not to be... I mean, I am. Everybody is to some extent. But I try not to be gatekeepy about things at all. Mm-hmm. But and, and this is particularly on Twitter and in the, uh, the LSM Discord that I'm in, which is a lot of people. I feel like for months, you and I, Phil, were the only ones I knew who were excited about Returnal. Mm-hmm. And you weren't even in that Discord, no, no, in that just, sphere. Yep. And I was just telling people like constantly, like, it's going to be good. And everybody was just crapping all over me and saying they weren't going to buy it, yada, yada, yada. And then one, and I mean, granted, I was blindly going into it. Yeah. Like, I was just like, look, it's housemarked. They've never made a bad game. they never made a game that wasn't worth what they charged for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe I'll turn out to be wrong. But like literally one night, one preview came out saying how great it was. And all of a sudden, the conversation around the internet and then discords and everything else changed to be hype about Returnal. And even though I should be happy because it means Housemark will likely make more money or Sony will, depending on their deal. And even though I should be happy because more people will probably experience what I think will be a great game and a great studio. And even though I should be happy because it means Housemark will be able to make. I'm kind of like, no, yeah, you guys can't play this game because you shit on it mm-hmm. when I was excited. Yeah. 
And I know that's broken, but that's just how my brain feels. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree, but I and I think it all comes down to that seventy dollars. Like we are used to, <laughs> Rezo Gun was free. We didn't pay a penny for that. What? I don't I didn't pay a penny. It must have been a PS Plus. It was on game, PlayStation like, launch, like okay. a launch yeah. day PS yeah. Plus. So like I paid nothing for that game and probably in the first six months of the system played that more than anything else. Right. Um was that worth seventy dollars? I would have paid seventy dollars for that experience. Knowing people, now what people, you know. Right. Yeah. People paid nothing for it at the time and loved it and raved about it. And I th- I feel like it's a seventy dollars. And I feel like that's the thing that was keeping people from even they they think that, that studio isn't deserving of seventy dollars for their game, right? And, and that's I the think argument that's I've been stupid. making. And I we could have we could have a whole podcast. We could probably sure. have a whole series of podcasts just about game pricing right. and, yeah, and you know everything. For sure, but um, I agree. I'm expecting it to be great. Yeah. If it's not great, I'm still going to play it and yeah. buy it and give them my money day one. Right. And it's also, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I think laughs> it, well, that was well, going to be. Yeah. Here, here, here's my take. I, I agree with you about the $70, but I also think as from personal experience, it also has something to do with the way that I think we view video games in general, especially new and non, you know, a new IP, right? I feel like with all of the knowledge that's on the internet, it's so easy to learn about games and learn what other people think. And I feel like a lot of people get burned by video games, even ones that you think are going to be really great. I mean, look at CD Projekt Red. Um, I have positive feelings about cyberpunk, but I know a lot of people have really negative feelings. And I just think people are less willing to put all of their faith in a studio when Halo Infinite previews look like crap or um, CD Projekt Red puts out a broken game. I just feel like it's so easy to learn the opinion of everybody and to get knowledge instantly that I feel like it makes people less hesitant. And sometimes a 10 buck difference paired with being burned in the past can equal hesitancy. The devil's advocate side of that is I feel that Though CD Projekt Red didn't put out the product some people were expecting, the numbers they just released showing how many yeah. people actually returned it were very low. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like really that many people gave that game back. So Yeah, 30,000. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. So so what else is coming out? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was going to say, we've got a full lineup here. <laughs> Let's go, baby. We haven't we well, even into May yet. We just... will we'll talk about Returnal extensively yeah. next week. That's great. Nice. So. Okay, how do we want to do this? Do I don't know. Do we have time to go over each game? We could just make ten hours. One. Yeah, I mean, do we, don't, we, we don't have to break it down so much. Okay, I'm gonna read all of the May games, then we can choose which ones we want to discuss. Sure. Okay, yeah. and these aren't all of them. These are the ones that I thought would be particularly interesting to us, this crew right here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. In May, Resident Evil Village, May seventh on everything but Switch. So PS4, five, whatever. PC. Even Stadia. Even Stadia. That's right. What about Ouya? I don't think oh. so. I, I mean, 360p, maybe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can just play it. that Dragon Cancer again and again and again. That's right. Uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends, May 10th. Again, everything but Switch. This guy, I don't know if you guys have seen anything on this game. It actually looks pretty sweet. Yes. Um, Subnautica. May 14th, a Switch release. I put that in there for you, Brandon. Yes. Play it on the go. Very nice. That's something you're interested in. You know, when we were on the go, you kept saying, I just want to play Subnautica right now. Yeah. 
now you'll be I able just to. don't want the shitty frame rates and the mm. shitty resolution and pop in. Anyway. Well, there's that. Days Gone PC release. Oh. May 18th. Another one for Brandon. Rust is coming to PS4 and Xbox Hell One. Hell yeah, dude. You're May a 21st. I've always wanted to dip my toes in, and I've never mm. had a PC. And so now is my gateway. Mm. There you go. Two other ones. Very interesting here. Biomutant is finally coming out May 25th. It exists. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then last but not least, Maneater is coming to Switch also on May 25th. That game just has so many lives and legs and i'm very excited that game just came to everything yeah i have eight copies of it i think oh <laughs> man eater yeah i will I buy the dlc have. on day one i never thought i would say that about this game but i fucking love man eater game of the year i would say hell no okay <laughs> <laughs> listen it's probably the game i, I spent the most time with last I, year I, I, I'm not under any sort of predisposition about this game, you know, but I love that game. It's a great game. I, do, I don't feel any sort of way but good about it, and I know what it is. And That's I a very it. weird way to say that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm very a, weird, man. It's a very, it's a very uh, good game. <laughs> You're like the doctor on Arrested Development. We've lost your father. He ran out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the games you but okay, the first yeah. one was Resident Evil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Village. Dude, and of course, this always happens. It's like, I'm playing Nier, and then I'm, a, you know, I was really hoping to try to beat Nier in a week, which may have been wishful thinking. How far are you, by the way? We'll talk after the show. We'll talk after, yeah. Um, but So we got Returnal, and then after that, uh, Resident Evil Village, which I'm very, very excited for. Uh, I know there's lots of demos going on right now. Fuck them. Not no, playing no, them. No, no, I've no. been blackout. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I have been because we checked out the first one and I knew I would like it from that easily. I got this weird thing with Resident Evil that I get so excited for them and then they come out and I play them and I hate them. Dustin so, still has your copy of 7, no, he doesn't he? Nope. Oh, he did. Yeah, he nope. gave back finally. Dude, you got to play 7, man. Um, oh, no, no, it was 2. Yeah, two. two. I played 7. I just couldn't get into it. That fucking guy's chased me around the house with like a pitchfork or something. And right. I got lost in that stupid house. It's only yes. three rooms. I didn't know what was happening. It's I don't part of it. Phil, you were really fun. at the beginning of the game. I did not get very far in that game. <laughs> I tried playing it in VR and I got nauseous and uh, it scared. didn't even scare me. It just made me sick. Yeah, so. you got scared. I didn't get scared. You Dustin got so got scared you scared. got sick. Sounds like you got scared. <laughs> but I, I'll buy it and try it and we'll see what happens. I'm, I want that big titty bitch to chase me around. Hey. <laughs> Dude, did you guys see? I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. I thought I saw on Reddit today they're going to be putting out a um, like a towel you can get with the main lady on it for a pre-order oh, bonus or something. Shit. Sold. They they do they're leaning into it so hard, yeah. which is great, dude. It's smart. The fans yeah. love it. So there's that game. We're all pretty excited. We'll be talking about that. I need to play seven before it comes out. Yeah, I, yeah. there's so much to play. Dude, between it won't now take and you. It won't I know. take much. I know. Won't take much. Uh, I think the other one really worth talking about. Bio is Biomutant. Yeah. yeah. I, there was one other in there you mentioned that I want Hood? to talk about. Hood, yes. Okay, we'll go back to that. Yeah. But Biomutant, we've all played this game yeah. at PAX 2020, and we thought it was no, fantastic. 2019? 2019? We, oh, didn't go to, we didn't play it. I mean, it may have been there, but I didn't play it at 2020. You're I played right. it at 2019. You're right. I love this game when I played it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was great. So, my idea of this game is that I think the world's going to be cool. I think the moment to moment's going to be cool. I really hope it delivers in every other way aside from those other things I was mentioning. Because I don't want it to be flat. Yeah. 
and just non-dynamic and run-of-the-mill. Um, and I really hope they knock it out of the park. It's been, a, I feel like, is it bad to say a weird development for this thing? It seems like it's been weird. I'm, I'm actually a little worried about it because usually when something... Like they were quiet for a long time and it took a long time. That doesn't necessarily mean anything bad, but I'm just a little like it has as much chance of being bad as it does good to me. Right. My theory on this is that they got the vertical slice made yeah. for demos and the reaction was way more positive right. than they expected. And they thought, hmm, let's dump some more money on this in this game to either make it better and or longer. Right. That's a good theory. So... You know, they thought, you know, this could be a hit. Yeah. That's, that's what I would like to believe. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. So, Ben, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I just, I know this game has been talked about for a while, but I just recently saw some footage of it that I hadn't seen before. And it was like on Reddit or something, just scrolling through. And I'm like, all of a sudden, all about it. So, and this might have something to do with, like, I'm into a very, like, medieval thing right now. You know who like, made it, right? No. It's Sumo made it. So, like, oh. the most underrated game of all time, Crackdown 3, right. um, is on their resume. Yeah. And, uh, well, they made Sackboy, didn't they? The new Sackboy game, which yes. was a very good Phil, game. Phil, you and I might be the only one who hold very, that position, by the way. That's probably true. Okay. <laughs> all right. But, but, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed their last few games, which yeah. excites me for this. I mean, I love the setting, too, but right. I think tons of potential. I, I just have just recently seen those little few things about it, and then I was like, okay, I'm not watching anymore. I'm just ready. Mm -hmm. I'll just play it. So for anyone who doesn't know, the shtick of this game is that it is a multiplayer game where it's like you, and I, I think it's teams of four, you go in and you're trying to rob like a castle, like Robin Hood or something. And so each person plays a different role that has different abilities to sneak in, like one person's more of a brute that can kill people one's a archer stuff like that but where things get really interesting is that this kind of has a uh what's that game ben that we played like twice it's really hunt slow showdown. it's like hunt showdown is that there's another team of thieves trying to get in and steal the same treasure you are so you're eventually gonna have to pvp with hmm. them and, and take them out I so I love this mixture of PvE and PvP that's really kind of diversified recently. Well, and that's why Sea of Thieves is maybe the best game to play ever. Wow. Here's the question. Should we <laughs> should we just plan on potential? Well, I mean, if reviews are terrible, let's not buy it. No. no if the reviews anyway. are good, Phil will buy it. Yeah. If the reviews <laughs> are good, maybe we should... Should we commit and make this a thing for the boys? I'll check it out. 100%. I'm willing to commit if it's good. Crossplay? Oh, we're gonna have to look into that. Yeah. If not, we can all get it on PS5. Yeah. If we have okay. to. I mean, even if it is crossplay. Yes. Oh, you guys PC. Is that what you're yeah. 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 I will have to look into that. It, that information's probably out there. The question oh. is, will Phil play it with us? Unlikely. Right. Damn. Just well, we because of time. If, you know, if we schedule in, we talked about scheduling earlier. If we schedule it in, I just don't play video games late. And I think a lot right. of you play video games late at night. Almost exclusively. I'm yeah. making it work. Yeah. I'm making it work. I just don't play it later. Just take off work. Was that the was that the end of the hood discussion? 
It can be. <laughs> I need to give a shout out to Subnautica Blow Zero. Okay. I need to. You love it? Uh, it's not out yet. Oh, that's an expansion? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It, it, I think it is a part of the main game conceptually. Um, it, it might even be on the same planet from what I've heard. But Subnautica has been my out of nowhere love of this year, of 2021. Um, the original Subnautica came out in 2014. Um, and I know it's improved because I've seen old videos of it since then. But to think of what Subnautica was to me as someone playing it in 2021 and enjoying it as much as I did and how polished it was and just how much it felt alive and inventive and thought out. I'm really excited to see what six, you know, eight years worth of experience has done for this studio. And I am incredibly excited to see what this offers. I don't know a whole lot about it. I've tried to stay in the dark and it just so happened I picked it up because it was offered for free. Thank you, PlayStation. Mm. But uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited. And I think it's going to be everything the first one was and even more. And that is thrilling to me. So is it is it 30 FPS or 60 on PS when you play it on PS5? I think it's 60. Oh. I don't know that for sure. I would it's have to Google 30, it. But it? I have noticed there is... Some notable pop-in issues. I don't want to take that away from it. But I have not had, like, frame rate issues, personally. I've realized, even though I have an amazing PC, there's certain games I just want to chill and play on a couch. Yeah. And that seems like one of those games. It is terrifying at points. You're in the ocean, scary creatures. But... I'm afraid of the ocean as it is. But... but I, I'm intrigued as well. Once you... It's one of those things. It's it's you know it's like Dark Souls. Once you understand where's good and where's not, and what you can and can't do, once you get into the game, it has that same quality Man Eater has. And I don't know if it's just because it's underwater, but like swimming around and collecting shit and seeing the fish, it's beautiful. It really is. So I would I would definitely check it out if you're interested. Let's go ahead and move on to June. Less going on, but still some some big boys. Elder Scrolls Online is getting its next gen update i also think we're gonna see more things announced for june oh yeah yeah june 8th next gen elder scrolls online will be final fantasy 7 intergrade which is the ps5 upgrade that includes the Yuffie dlc mm. uh june 10th if you already own the disc or if you purchased it you can get that upgrade for free without the Yuffie dlc the uh, dlc i believe is 20 dollars yeah. yeah i'm gonna play that 20 dollars fuck it that's like that's just enough to be like, eh, whatever. Right. I'll give it a shot. It's probably not too long. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Hello. Rift Apart. June 11th for the PlayStation 5. Man, another banger. Mario Golf Super Rush. Oh, really? June 25th on Switch. Oh. That's a day fucking one. Yeah. For me. I mean, Ratchet and Clank is too, but. Yeah. Honestly, gut reaction. A little more excited for Mario Golf. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. guys. It's just true. I'm the excited and Clank. for... Yes. Holy shit. I'm so excited. I don't know. It's just like I had so much fun with everybody's golf. Right. And now yeah. I'm like... And the thought... Dude, the trailer was so good. Everyone... The Mario guys running yeah. around. Yeah. You guys want to hear a story about how Mario good. Golf helped me like emotionally one time? Sure. Sure. Talk about that real fast. I was... Uh, I mean, we're talking GameCube era, so this is a minute ago. But I broke up with my girlfriend just having a real bad day. And I needed some therapy, so I went to uh, 
a mall in Pittsburgh about an hour from where I lived and did some shopping. And I came home with uh, Mario Golf Toadstool Tour, maybe that one was. I don't know. For oh. the, the GameCube. And um, it, it was just what I needed at that point in time. Just some, you know, mindless fun. Just kind of helped clear my head and gave me something to do to keep my mind off of things. And, uh, I feel like that's how all Mario games can be. Yeah, that's you probably know? true. Yeah. Like it Mario just, Golf especially, sure. But yeah. Like Mario is just like a good chill game. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of thought, but, you know, it just kind of just you, you get kind of engulfed in it and forget about what's happening. And yeah. it's nice. But anyway, I, yeah, I pick up both of those. I don't want to backpedal, but I just found out some crazy shit. You have to put in a command in Subnautica, the game. <laughs> you have to press L1, R1, X. It pulls up a command prompt. And until they update it, at least from what this this NeoGAF thing says, you can pull up a command thing and put it up to 210 frames per second. Oh, um, but you have to type in a command and do it every time. On your PS5? That's what I'm reading. Wow. It was command prompt on a PS5. Damn. That's crazy. Or, or a developer console or whatever. Yeah, it says wow. to that's open... Reddit. That's not NeoGAF. Well, well actually, well, that's Reddit. Was. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, super crazy. Anyway. There's one last game for June that I'm personally really excited about, and that is Scarlet Nexus. Ooh. June 25th. That is everything but Switch, Bandai Namco anime weeb shit action rpg looks pretty good right up your alley ben that one. it looks good to me but i don't <laughs> think i'm gonna play it at launch it'll tide yeah. me over until tales of arise i feel oh that's arise. the that's the weebness that i'm waiting for i'm excited for that yeah so i don't really know i mean we said mario golf very exciting ratchet very exciting. Oh, there's he, new trailers out. I'm not watching them. I'm not them. watching them. Yeah, that goes without saying. I'm so excited, weirdly enough, to see what they do with the haptic feedback. Yeah. Mm. Or like the adaptive triggers. No shit. I think it's going to be some of the best stuff we've seen since Astro Playroom. And that excites me because I feel like there's a lot of potential there. I, uh, I saw, even though I'm on blackout for it, I saw a little blurb on Twitter about the haptic feedback and the controller support for Returnal. Mm, being good. better than Ratchet or better than Astro? No oh shit. My. I'm really intrigued. Dude, no shit. I got to share specific thing about that I read on Twitter about the the adaptive triggers. Yeah. Apparently they work like a GameCube controller in that there's two stages. Whoa. So if you press on the lighter side, you get a normal, you know, shot or right. free from your gun. But then there's like a secondary once you get further down, there's another secondary click a second and that's like a more powerful it's like a double burst. double yeah. trigger like wow. remember on the gamecube controller like you could lightly press and then you could click yeah. put it down the whole so way it's like yeah. that which is huh. very Damn. intriguing yeah for this game specifically you're talking for returnal yeah returnal. Yeah. yeah yeah cool but uh yeah mario golf final fantasy 7 i'm like lightly excited for but dude it sucks i would i would have replayed that game fully and I'm thankful that I got to be on the spoiler cast for Sacred Symbols, but I just a few months ago re I replayed that in December, so there's no way I'm replaying what it. What are you talking about? Sorry, I missed it. Final okay. Fantasy VII. Oh, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing it again. No. I will play the Yuffie DLC though. And that's it for the preview. Damn. Wow. Okay, guys, you can't explain it, and Returnal and Pokemon Snap are off the table. We're nice. only talking May and June uh -huh. of these games. No explanation. What are you most excited for of these games? Brandon. Oh. 
Below zero, Subnautica. 100%. I need a refresher on what the yeah. games were. Give Two, me a list. Give Resident me. Evil, Hood, Subnautica, Days Gone, Rust, Biomutant, Maneater, Elder Scrolls, Final Fantasy VII, Ratchet and Clank, Mario Golf, Scarlet Nexus. Oh, I can't explain it. Okay. No, no explanation. Since we've already talked about them so long. Gut. What's your gut? What is your, no, no, more, what did your heart say? It's hard because I'm excited for games that I know are going to be good, so I want to be excited about a game that I don't, don't know about. It's supposed to be a quick reaction. I know. Then. You're letting people down. i give a quick reaction. I'm going to explain it a little bit. No. no. Okay, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Perfect. I'm going to say Hood. Hood. Oh, I'm going to say, well, my gut says Mario Golf. Yeah. Fair enough. That's it. I do have two very, very small quickies, and I don't even, I'm not even bothered enough by this. Well, I am bothered by it, but I don't really want to get into it. GameStop posted an article for you guys to go read. I'm just going to read the headline. Just going to read the headline. Man arrested for allegedly attempting to assassinate Genshin Impact studio founders. <laughs> what? GameStop? Uh, GameSpot oh. is the article. It's like, when did GameSpot or GameStop start doing. <laughs> articles the apparently the uh assassination plot revolves around skins that were something oh, to do yeah. with like not available in the chinese version or yeah. something like that and so yeah some a chinese man attempted to assassinate genshin impact is a the, lifestyle that makes logical sense it's a lifestyle finally the other quickie mario party super mario party online support I out of fucking that. nowhere finally and now you can actually play like a legitimate two-player mode which is awesome because if you're before, within like six feet of your router and yeah you know, yeah if you have a good enough yeah, connection yeah i just am glad they actually made it not 100 percent a party game like made people want to actually play it right more <laughs> because that was the biggest problem with the oh, game that's good so it, it's about time there you have it there you have it that's it for the show so thanks boys for joining me yeah wrote. of course appreciate it of course and thanks everybody out there for listening we appreciate it let us know what game you're most excited about in our discord you go to handsomefandom.com slash discord join our discord to hang out talk with us let us know of those games what are you most excited for and that's it for the show so until next time we'll see you guys later the hp podcast is fan funded through patreon.com slash handsomefandom thank you to our patreon producers Humor and Hobbies, Jared, Felix Tees, Josh Cummings, The Shadow Producer, Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Josh DeBerry, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon. 